Morning. We're underway with Hour 3 of the Morning Show on a Friday, the 16th of February, an actual cold winter day today. Hey, Hiya, Neil. Neil Atkins joining us this morning. Uh, my teeth are still chattering. <laughs> We're Although, not used to this after having above normal temperatures for the last month or so. Well, it spoiled Getting us, below so. normal, yeah, it certainly spoiled us for this, but it won't last long. Next week, back into the upper 30s, pushing 40 again. That's what I hear. That's yeah. what I hear. I was uh, listening in on the uh, uh, morning they were mm-hmm. over on KQ. They were interviewing somebody from the sports show that makes ah. fishing rods and all okay. that jazz. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking about thinking that, uh, you know, the ice may be breaking up and going a lot earlier this oh. year than it has in the past. I would imagine. And, uh, you know, we'll see on that. We right. always get excited to see in April when the ice goes out. On, on the on the inland lakes here, mm-hmm. so, but uh, well, if this kind of weather keeps up, it's certainly possible it could go out early. This is true, unless yeah. things really change and we get the we get our winter in March instead of January and February. Well, let me tell you, March <laughs> and April can come yeah. in like banshees, to I say suppose. the least. Yeah. And uh, we could have uh, a bunch of snow. I mm-hmm. know we've had. Uh, I remember as a kid growing up in yeah. high school days, we had back to back blizzards. <laughs> And uh, Easter blizzards back in wow. back in the late sixties, early seventies, and the snow came down, and we're parking at the end of the road because the guys that plowed had so much on their plate, it took a few days to get your plowed out. Right, so. well, can happen. Of course, you got the uh, the. Um uh, hockey tournaments too next month, and that's always a sure sign we'll get a blizzard or two. Uh, this is true, and yeah, of course those hockey tournaments are indoors. Well, true, but you got to get there from here, and that's always an issue. So, so I bet you Rick Jordan's out there with his uh, hip boots on now, trying to do some <laughs> fishing out there, right? Hip boots, hip boots. It's, it was five degrees at my house. Yeah. <laughs> five <laughs> degrees here too. So. Yeah, uh, you were talking about uh, snow removal. Snow removal, yes. We live on a private road. I think we have 11 or 12 houses. We each kick in a few hundred bucks a year for maintenance of this. Well, the county calls it a driveway, Uh, but 11 people use the driveway. County plows it, though. You pay the county. We pay the county. And at first I thought, what a rip. Well, do you pay them in advance? Oh, yes. Okay. Money up front there, baby. So there's no plowing going on this year much. To speak of. Bingo. So do you get any money back then, or? No. No. Okay. Will no. they credit you for next year? No. No. I'd, no. I'd talk to your county commissioner if I were you. Yeah. Who's that? Mooselaff. He's You're running right. for election. You're he's, right. It he's is. running for election this year. The moose is back. You better talk to him right now. We yeah. actually have had uh, the uh, plow guy out one day. He brought the grater out oh, and okay. just skimmed off some bad ice oh. off the road. <laughs> there you go. So, Oh, yeah. That costs us. It's a, so, what, what do they charge you for the year to do the road? Around four hundred. Four hundred bucks. Yeah. To do the road, it's uh, exactly a half as mile. many times as has to be done. One like this year, uh, or twenty-five like a few years. Four hundred bucks. Oh, okay. Four hundred. That's, that's pretty reasonable. I yes. think so too. Yep. You know, I guess I wouldn't. Gonna... I wouldn't put up too much of a stinker. They might up no. the rates a little bit. I suppose. You pay that much. You're only paying four hundred. Well. Well, in our neck of the woods, it's fifty to a hundred bucks, depending on who's yeah. plowing you. Yeah. And my my driveway is uh, about seven hundred feet. Yeah. And so it's uh, uh, and usually I snow blow it, but uh, and then I have a neighbor who's got a Kubota, and then he's got a uh, ATV, and sometimes he'll come down and plow a little. Are those bit. big bears nice. pretty uh, effective? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or whatever your brand is, I guess. The what snowblower? The four wheeler. Four oh four wheeler. Four wheeler the plow. 
Yeah, he does. Uh, he'll do that, and then I take the snowblower, and then I widen it out, mm. and then I do the you know rest when I can. Again. Asphalt or gravel? Gravel. It's chunk, chunk, spit, spit. <laughs> yeah. That stuff on a blower. Yeah, I, I raised it when I went and had it uh, overhauled. I, yeah. I brought it in this, this fall, and it's a couple years old. It's a Toro. And I thought, you know, because last year we had such an, a weird winter, uh, you know, I used it a lot. Went through a... You know, a couple of jugs of gasoline last year. Yeah. So many times I used it. But uh, towards the end, when we came on in March, when it got that wet, heavy snow and it turned icy, yeah. chunks were going out. And I thought, you know, if, if something's wrong with it, I better go and spend 100 bucks to have them go through it. Well, they, they raised it a little bit. Ah, so that it, it, mine was right down flat, so which was too up ice low, and, junk. and I was constantly picking up rocks. Yeah. Well, now they raised it a little bit, so it worked better, but I only had to use it twice now. Mm. Literally twice. So it worked. So, yeah, but it works, so. we got to take a break here on KDAL. Back to the KDAL Morning Show. Buddy Holly and the uh, Peggy Sue song here on KDAL. As the morning show continues, you don't want to be a vocal critic of President Vladimir Putin in Russia. No good. Strange things happen. First of all, he was jailed and then found dead this morning at the age of 47. Where was he found dead? In he apparently uh, was, uh, well, he, he was walking. He was the walking dead? Killed over, I guess. Killed over? I have no idea. A little radiation poisoning, he, maybe? he didn't feel too well. And so he was, he was a, a dissident, or what was he? Uh, he was the uh, opposition leader and vocal critic of President Putin. Oh, well. Which, obviously, in Russia, you don't want to do. Well, you know, they're noted... Uh, this and last Putin is... I think they're up for an election, too, here, pretty you know, quick. 99% of the people that vote, vote for Putin. Well, yes. Uh, it shows... Uh, is there any have, opposition that one? David, we have failed at elections in Russia. There's no problem. <laughs> one person on, less people yeah, die. There you go. No good. It says uh, he has led protests against the Kremlin for more than a decade. He dared to run against Putin at one time, and back in 2020, he fell ill from a military nerve agent, uh-huh. poisoned, he said, on the direct orders of Putin. He was sentenced last year to 19 years in a maximum security penal colony on charges of extremism. But then he was released. The Interfax News Agency says he passed away after going for a short walk in prison. Efforts oh, to resuscitate him unsuccessful. He was in prison. Yeah, he he's still in prison when he okay, died. Okay, so yeah. that's the deal. Well, you know, they they have been noted to the last couple oh, couple boy. years since the Ukraine war has been going on. There have been uh, leadership uh, folks uh-huh. in leadership positions in Russia who have done swan dives off of high buildings. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's Maybe, uh, uh, people are trying to fly on their own or yeah, what the deal is. It's just a coincidence, I'm sure. They just happen yeah. to go out, uh, and it and there's been like a dozen of them, high-profile cases where people fell or leapt mm-hmm. to their deaths or were visibly thrown from high <laughs> buildings <laughs> okay. to the ground. Yeah, you want a taste tester, I think, too, if you're uh, if you're an opposition leader, just make it's, sure uh, your food is okay to eat. Have somebody else eat it first. Well, this is what happens when you have the head of the mm-hmm. KBG becoming the president of the com- country. Wow. Now, now I'll tell you something. We All do right. things a little bit differently here. Yes, as far the, as I know. Uh, <laughs> senior is... uh, H. Bush, yeah. uh, Herbert Walker Bush, 
the uh, former president, father mm-hmm. of uh, Another former George yeah. W. Bush. Um, Senior Bush was the head of the Central Intelligence Agency oh. at one point in time. Yeah. And you didn't see him waxing his opposition <laughs> when he was president Thankfully, of the United States. Yes. Uh, apparently this is endemic well, in the Soviet, well, Russia, excuse me. Yeah. It used to be the Soviet right. Union. <coughs> All right, let's go to the phone here. Hi, who's this? Uh, it's Dean from Mattawa. Go ahead, Dean. What's up? Well, you're talking about what's happening in Russia. We ain't too far behind from what the shits are pulling on Trump, I can tell you that. <laughs> okay. We're right there. We're right there. We're right in the same boat. So don't try to kid anybody. All right. Well, let's hope we don't whack anybody. That's well, let's hope not. There. Yeah. Thanks, Dean. Thanks for the call. Well, we got another call, too. Hi, who's this? Go ahead. Hey, good morning. This is Tom from ah, Portland. Tom, what's up? Well, I, I wanted to chime in on uh, Alexei Navalny uh, assuming room temperature. You know, I I have to question him and his logic of going back. You know, he had the opportunity. He was outside the country. Yes, he was. And he chose to, to go back. Mm. You know, now either he's very brave or very stupid uh, in doing that. But, you know, that's now he's very pretty dead, obvious. So it's yeah, now he is pretty dead. But we have to understand, you know, uh, Putin is the kingpin of uh, bosses. He's the wealthiest man on this planet. He owns more real estate than anybody in the world. He's very, very wealthy. We don't even know his exact wealth, but uh, let's say he is wealthier than some of our richest people. And is he, he is he wealthier than the uh, Saudi family? <laughs> yes, he is. Is he? Oh, he wow. has more oil than they do. Well, that's true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and and he has more money actually than uh, the bikers over here by the name of Gates or uh, uh, Musk or any of those guys. Mm. And he is the largest real estate holder in the world. And he, on top of all of that. He is a mob boss, and he takes no guff from anybody. You're right. People do go flying out of uh, buildings. Yep. People get uh, poisoned with plutonium. And uh, planes uh, planes get shot out of the air. They oh, headed boy. a Wagner group. Goodbye. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We, we must not never underestimate the evil Vladimir Putin. Right. I mean, he is... He is a very, very rotten person to the core. Don't let anybody fool you on that. All right. Hey, appreciate the call. That's great. Tom, you know, he's got yeah. good points. Mm-hmm. So what's so interesting, now, Navalier was the uh, guy that just died. And, and yeah. he'd been, uh, I mean, he was at the forefront internationally of the, the main dissident and opposition party. In fact, when he got arrested again, all of a sudden he disappeared, oh, and then they found him in, uh, in Siberia yeah. somewhere. My and goodness. now he's dead under suspicion here. And people are, what's going to happen in Russia because of that? Probably, probably not well, a lot. Not a lot. Yeah, uh, right. The whole Anybody thing. Anybody chimes up and says, "What's going the on?" Con- there, the be the next one. So. The country's locked down mm-hmm. as bad, if not worse, than it was under wow. the old Soviet Union. You got to go back to the years of 
Stalin, literally, uh, yeah. to see uh, the blatant disregard for uh, people's rights and the control of uh, the opposition and literally openly uh, killing people off. All right. And uh, that's what's been happening in Russia. And uh, We'll take another break and be right back. 833 now from KDAO. No matter how they cut it, still rock and roll to me. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't Dave, you, you are the guru of music. <laughs> the guru? The guru of music. Great well, song. Well, the song. Uh, top doctor for Customs and Border Protection tried to get his staff to get him fentanyl lollipops, according to a whistleblower report sent to Congress today. His oh, name this is, is U.S.? Yeah. Dr. Alexander Eastman reportedly spent hours directing staff to obtain the Schedule II narcotic to take with him to the U.N. General Assembly meeting in New York last September, arguing he might need them if any CBP operators on the trip were injured in an emergency or if they encountered a patient in need. The whistleblowers say they questioned how he would store the lollipops and what he would do with any unused fentanyl, to which he responded by writing a new policy regarding Schedule II narcotics. They also say at the time Eastman was under investigation over improper ordering of narcotics for a friend who works with the agency's oh, air and marine man. operations. So this guy's in some deep doo-doo. From the top to the bottom. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about the bottom here in Duluth. All right. Today. A guy's been charged, uh, he's 42 years old, with murder in selling a fatal dose of fentanyl to a woman last year. Mm-hmm. Been charged with third degree murder. They finally started doing this when they well, nailed right. the people yeah. that did this. This guy's in jail over in Superior on a probation violation. Uh, the woman that died, she was 26 years old, had a couple of kids, and apparently uh, uh, she and a friend were going to do some of this fentanyl. And uh, her buddy stopped by the house. They did some. He left her and went to check on her again, and she was deceased. And uh, apparently through the phone records, they found that she had been in contact with this guy. I will not name these people. Yeah. And apparently she spent for $84 uh, via cash app to buy the fentanyl from this guy. And uh, uh, just really unfortunate. She was enrolled in, uh, yeah. in an education program and all that sort of thing. And it's just tragic. I uh, had a couple of kids... Now the guy that's been charged, listen to listen to this whole deal. Now he's uh, the court set a bail at a hundred grand for him. Mm-hmm. The uh, he was he was in uh, uh, Douglas County Jail on probation violation. Uh, records indicate that he has prior felony convictions, in Wisconsin, for witness intimidation and vehicle theft. Mm-hmm. He also remains on supervised probation after a felony conviction for possession of burglary tools at Fleet Farm in Hermantown. And it just goes on and on and on. Now, apparently, this is according to the Violent Drug Task Force. In 2022, there were 615 overdoses in what's the Lake Superior region, 65 fatalities. Right. Uh, fentanyl, you, you just don't know how to measure this. Uh, a small amount can kill you. Uh, in fact, uh, police who have gone and seized some of the drug, if some of it's been open, officers have to wear protective gear if they get exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Literally, uh, officers have been revived with Narcan and so on because this stuff is so toxic. Jeez. And it's uh, coming from south of the border, well, sure. most of it being manufactured in China. And the connection just coming and 
You know, people last year, over 100,000 people died of drug overdoses in the United States. Uh, a, a lot of fentanyl, heroin, and some others. So, obviously, this is a huge problem. Yeah. And, well, good uh, that they're prosecuting now the people that sell you the bad drugs. That's true, but now so. the people are dead who are using right. them, and this is this mm-hmm. is one of the uh, big problems. Keep you that in mind before you, you leave. leave a family. <laughs> right. de- people don't think about that, Dave. Right. Uh, you know, I've talked to drug addicts over the years. I treated some when I was in the military, mm. and nobody's ever thinking about dying of course, when, yeah. they, when they take the drug. And this stuff is so dramatically right. potent that uh, nobody knows how it's, how it's missed. Now, you talked, uh, talked about the doctor there with the lollipops. They were manufacturing prescribed doses in yeah. that sort of thing, right. which, which obviously he's doing some funny business out right. there. These are not prescribed doses. Now, fentanyl, when you go in for surgery, right. if they give you the, fentanyl, it's... the drug is used, right. and it is monitored, and it is used in the proper doses, and you have the anesthesiologist and the medical team uh, dealing with that. But this illegal stuff... Yeah, your local you, drug dealer doesn't do you that. You have no, no idea what the doses <laughs> right. are. And the problem now is is you're getting people are buying cocaine, they're buying heroin, and all of this stuff is being laced now. Mm-hmm. Or they go and buy what they think is oxycodone pills that are on yeah. the black market, but they're not, and they're laced with fentanyl, and all of a sudden you cash out. Wow. So the the problem is, is the harsh penalties for the people that are selling them. I know finally they're going after him on this. And, again, here's this guy with a long list of infractions that is with the law, and now he's selling drugs and killing people. To the phone we go. I think we get Stan on the line. Hi, who's this? Good morning. This is Stan. It is Stan. All right. And it's about 12 degrees up here. Oh, up the shore, but it's bright and sunny. uh, Well, it's not real bright. The clouds are heading out across the lake to Michigan, and I can watch it snow over there. Oh, Oh, boy. boy. All right. I I wanted to mention that there's a a fundraiser for the murderers in Hamas over there of um, whatever, Gaza. They're okay. raising money in Duluth now. They've got a fundraiser coming on Sunday, I hear, from some interfaith, and they're going to be sending money to Hamas. Isn't that special? Uh, over there. Huh? Well, they, they, they think it's going to the legitimate deal, but you know where it's going to. Well, you know, it's all baloney. It's just like the, the U.N. They send all that food in there, and Hamas takes it and then sells it to its people yep. instead of get, uh, giving it out for free like it's supposed to. Yeah, black so marketeers. I'd like, to know, I'd like to know who's going to that meeting in Duluth, the interfaith meeting, especially of the political crowd in Duluth. Well, none of us here, but it'll be interesting to find out. I hear that the uh, uh, city council meeting Monday, this past Monday, uh, they went for almost an hour of public testimony with people begging the Duluth City Council to issue a resolution in support of Palestine yeah. and the people there. So uh, it didn't happen. Thank it, it did not happen. Right. But, yeah. All right. Hey, thanks yeah. for the call, Stan. Appreciate it. We got another call to get to real quick. Then we got to take a break. Hi, who's this? Go ahead. You're on. Cool. Well, yeah. I'm calling because of the misinformation that's being spread about food. You guys oh. watched the Tucker Carlson interview that he just did with him. I did and, not. Uh, no. Look up John F. Kennedy. Boy, you're breaking up bad. I'm sorry. If you want to call back with a, a solid sell there, we couldn't, yeah, we couldn't I, hear you. All we heard was Tucker Carlson's interview. I, I caught a couple of pieces of it okay. and, and then uh, read a, a synopsis of it. Hmm. And uh, according to 
Carlson and Putin, there are two sides to the story here uh-huh. on all of this. Well, of course. And, uh, of course, the Russians are claiming that uh, people in control over here are really the bad guys that are orchestrating a lot of this stuff. So, mm-hmm. And that we are all snowed with the propaganda that has overshadowed truth and reality. And this is a part of what the interview was with with Tucker Carlson. Oh, okay. So take that take that for what it's I worth. Got okay. Eight forty four now at KDAL. We'll take a break and be back. This is the KDAL Morning Show. I got a question look on the face of Neil Atkins. I on hear this song. It's yeah. the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. How deep is your love? Or how can you mend a broken heart? I'm sorry. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Uh, passengers of a Delta International flight are relieved to uh, be off the plane after apparently maggots started falling from an overhead cabin. Maggots? Into the economy passengers. About an hour Ooh. after takeoff, the flight was traveling from Amsterdam to Detroit and ended up being rerouted back to the airport in Amsterdam oh, after a suitcase that contained rotten fish oh, nice. in the overhead bin broke open and maggots started falling on the unsuspected uh, passengers below. Goodness gracious. Can you imagine they were sitting there? Uh, Martha, what's that crawling on your shoulder? Oh, Bob, I don't... Oh, my God. Uh, Passengers exited the plane after it landed at the original airport. The suitcase that caused all the disruption put in a bag to be burned while the cabin was cleaned. A passenger uh, said that the owner of the suitcase was identified and detained on the plane. After complaints from other passengers. What the heck is going on Why with that? Why would you have a bag full of How maggots and dead fish? How they get through the screeners I, I don't know. Well, it's carry-on, but I don't know what they... Well, uh, they screen the they, carry-on. Yeah. But, funny uh, you should use the word... It, it, it was pretty fishy, I'd <laughs> say that. Funny you use the word carry-on. Uh-huh. Yes. Isn't that... Uh, doesn't that mean meat, rotten meat carry-on? I guess so. Oh. I, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't oh, water or fluids. Carry, if, yeah. you, if you had your carry-on full of liquid, they would yeah. have taken it. Probably so. Not the fish. Apparently stuff. rotten fish and maggots are okay to bring on board. Ooh, Just make sure doggy. you keep it in, you know, encased oh. in your suitcase, I guess. You don't want it falling oh, on the passengers man, below. You guys fly every so often. Have you ever been uh, uh, hassled or in trouble for what you're bringing through? No. Uh, yes. Ah, what? Yep. What happened? Two incidents. One, when we uh, flew first after 9-11. Oh, yeah. Uh, Very picky. My uh, uh, sidekick, she uh, had her bag with her, and she just happened to have her scissors sitting in the bag. And I go, oh, no. Off the scissors went into the bucket, never to be retrieved again. So that was a learning lesson. Then one time, I was flying out of uh, a uh, meeting out west, and I was coming out, and I had a large tube of hair gel in, in, my, hair. in my carry-on. When yeah. I had more hair than I have now. Right. And, uh, yeah, and they go, liquids! Liquids here! And I go, what? And they go, and I said, just take the damn thing. Yeah. It was half gone anyway. So you gotta, yeah. you got to pack all that stuff in your, yeah. in your permanent bag that goes in the hold of the mm-hmm. of the cargo ship. Right. Right. And I, I have friends of mine that work with the TSA, and yeah. they tell me all about these idiots that walk in yeah. with a loaded gun strapped to their hip yeah. or in their yeah. purse. Yeah. Oh, I and, forgot. And there's thousands <laughs> of them confiscated across yeah. the country, and people just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And the fines 
uh, can be into the thousands of dollars. They confiscate your weapon and, and the ammo him? and fine you. Oh. You have the right to go back and get your gun. You okay? have to buy it back? You get, well, you get it back. Okay. You're, let's say you're... Glock that you paid six hundred bucks for, wow. but the thirty five hundred dollar fine is quite the price to pay to get your gun back. Oh, okay, I see. and that's that's what happens out here. So, and I, I talk to these people and they just shake their heads. It's like yeah. uh, what? Where are the clueless? You know, <laughs> I mean, there's pretty much signs right up a, everywhere, know, every place that sells. Who what you doesn't can, know right. that you're not supposed to carry weapons on planets? <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't uh, know right. what planet are you coming from? You know, that's the whole problem. We got so. a few more commercials to get to, guys. Right, and I got something to talk about with All one right. of our state senators. Eight fifty one at KDAO. Back to the KDAO Morning Show. Fifty-four now. The morning show here on KDAL. We, we got Rick Jordan over here, literally dancing. I know it. in the streets here. He liked that music. It's the music for it. Rick. I'm the music a for guy. Rick. Rick's generation. <laughs> we got to get one more phone call here. All right, time. we got to talk about Grant Hostile. All right, who's this? You're on. Good morning. Go for it. Come on now, talk to us. Hey, thank you for keeping us informed. But there's something about a, a leg and a thigh or something or hip. A pelvis they found recently in Duluth. They're trying to find out where the rest of the parts are and who it is. There was another one on the Lake Walk last fall, too, or something. Wow. Another woman missing and under the freeway. Unsolved cases. You aware of these? Nope, we aren't. No. Nope. First That's... we heard of it. But thanks for the call. We'll check what in. Were they that that fo- what they found? A leg, a leg and a pelvis. Wow. No, didn't okay. hear about that. Wow. So, thanks right. thanks yeah. for the call. Well, All right, we'll, go uh, for it. What do you need to talk about? Maybe hear about it yeah. down the road. Well, uh, Senator Grant Hochschild, he happens to be my representative, and okay. where uh, I'm out in the Grand Lake Township area. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's a state senator in the first term. He's a DFLer. Out of, right. He's headquartered out of Hermantown. And uh, apparently somebody in the state legislature, in the state Senate, has introduced legislation to make Minnesota a sanctuary state. Oh, okay? that's right, yeah. I don't and, think that's going to go too far. Well, really. Grant Hostile, our yeah. state senator, is doing the right thing here. This is what he said. He says, the sanctuary state proposal is just that, a proposal. While every <laughs> legislator has a right to introduce legislation, you need 34 votes in the Senate to pass anything. I will not be supporting this legislation, yeah. and it's very unlikely to become law. Yeah, Hallelujah, so. Grant, and the rest of the state senators <laughs> How about that? and the House members. So, And in this whole deal with the chaos of what we see going on with the border and the chaos in New York City and Chicago and Texas and some of these states where the illegal immigrants are going to, mm. to have somebody in the state legislature wanting to put Minnesota in the crosshairs of sanctuary state status yeah. is unbelievable. Right. And uh, my hat's off to Senator Hauschild there. Very good. All right, back to the drug runners. Authorities have found they're starting to use uh, apparently submarines now oh, yeah. to bring in drugs. Authorities have found a semi-submersible vessel filled with over four tons of cocaine during a search-and-rescue mission off the Pacific coast of Colombia. 
Officers were looking for missing fishermen when the 50-foot-long vessel was detected. The Colombian Navy and Air Force, as well as Ecuadorian Navy, intercepted the so-called narco sub. During a joint operation, officials say four people on the sub arrested 205 packages of different sizes and shapes. Wow. Totaling, uh, what was it here? Look, millions, Uh, millions. Four tons of cocaine. Millions of dollars of street value. Authorities reportedly still looking for the uh, fishermen, apparently, were... The fishermen Run. that we're missing. Yeah, missing. They've been, uh, they've uh, Holy cow. nailed uh, dozens of these submarines. <laughs> They're building them down in, in Colombia and oh. elsewhere in, in uh, Central and South America and huh. transporting this stuff. Now, they don't, they're not deep dives. Yeah, it says semi submersible. Yeah, I had a boat that was semi submersible. <laughs> well, yeah, but how far did it finally go down? Though? I don't know where it is now. It's, it's at the <laughs> bottom of some lake somewhere. But can you imagine, though? But every I once mean, in a while you read about, you know, uh, Cocaine packages of cocaine yeah, floating up floating. on the shoreline. It yeah. sounds like a 1949 movie. <laughs> it would be. It would be. Where is uh, you know, you know where where is uh, Casablanca when we need it? Ah, That's the whole yeah, deal. But yeah, it is pretty bizarre. Algeria. And they'll. Can you imagine now? Have you ever been on a submarine? Either one of you guys? Yeah, uh, only I, one that was on just land. Just a tour. I, I've toured them. Yeah. yeah. And toured I, the my, my brother. My brother was a, uh, a sub. A nuclear sub. Officer on submarines. There's not wow. a lot of room and, in those things. Well, the the nukes. There's a little bit more room, but oh, I've okay. toured the diesel ones. Yeah. And um, now that's a regular bona fide submarine yeah. that's gone through its testing, been signed off on. Okay. Yeah. And these are manufactured. I mean, obviously they work, but can you imagine? Be, I, I'm not. Uh, I, no. You're not going to get me on one of those. No, no, no. I'd I'm send sure my cousin not, on it, but not, not quite your cousin. Worthy. Well, there are a couple of people I know that they could <laughs> yeah. go and try it out. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty right. bizarre. Well, Rick, I get the music is sounding that we're going to have to leave. Yeah, Rick will probably hang around because the Rick Jordan that. Friday oh, fishing right. frenzy, frenzy is coming. Tell us some up. good fishing spots. Will you? Right after uh, oh, news. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> okay, Neil will be back next Monday. Uh, Wall Street, by the way, opening mostly lower this morning. Oh, it, it was, was up a yesterday. Big rally yesterday, but that didn't last long. Apparently. Uh, well, we'll see. All right, we got the monkeys to news time next year on KDAL. Hey, 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 hey,